Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. I'm Pastor Sergio Della Mora, and what an honor and privilege it is to be able to make you part of these conversations that we're having. Whether you're on the road of restoration, you've fallen off the road, or maybe you're just weary of being on this road. The reality is we are all in some form of restoration because God's constantly taking us, as the Bible says, from glory to glory. God doesn't leave us where he finds us. God is constantly polishing us, molding us, pruning us, because he sees the best in us. And so uh, today I have the great privilege and honor uh, to have as a guest with me, Randy Powell, who leads Journey Counseling Ministries. And he's been uh, the lead uh, lead person of my restoration. I met with him for over two years. And we've talked about from the beginning of my time, my moral failure to the transformation to now the coming out again. And I wanted to share with you some of the conversations that we've had with the hopes that wherever you are, remember, whether right now you are about to make some really bad decisions and you want some help on why you shouldn't make those decisions, or maybe you're making decisions that you don't even realize how detrimental they could be to your destiny. I'm hoping that today's broadcast will help you. Randy, thanks for joining us again. Oh, my pleasure. This is fun. Yeah, it's been great uh, to be able to share with people the person that has helped me in this process. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk today about power, mm-hmm. because I think as a leader, one of the things that you had to help me journey through and filter my heart and mind through is the whole issue of leadership, power, and influence. And there was this thought, this book that I picked up on years ago, uh, This Harvard professor wrote this book called Hitting the Bottom When You Reach the Top. Mm. And it's what power does to people. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I want to get into it right away because uh, you've had to help me through these issues. So what are some of the things that you've had to help me through? Yeah, well, there's three different uh, levels of power. It's sources of power. There is personal power. That's our charisma, our personality, which you have a lot of. <laughs> it's just your being, your your charisma, your energy, which served you well growing up. It served you well in skateboarding, served you well in numerous accomplishments and, and, and uh, wonderful traits that played out in successes that were respected by others. That's your personal traits, uh, personal power. You also have professional power, which is learned, educated, known, trained, uh, mentored, Professional power is where we gain skills and access to uh, others teaching us or books that teach us. You also have your uh, positional power. Positional power would be a pastor. Uh, it would be owner of a, of a company. It would be a CEO, CFO. It would be a manager. Uh, it would be a pro athlete, professional athlete. Positional power is in itself, Jesus uh, met the high priest in the Sanhedrin. He showed respect to the position of the high priest, not to the high priest who his character was uh, questionable, but Jesus showed respect to the positional power that he had as a high priest. So you had all three. You had personal power, which was phenomenal, and you still have it. You had positional power at various places in your life of accomplishments and, and, and phenomenal accomplishments well before you went into the ministry. And then in the ministry, accomplishments, professional. And you have these um, 
positional powers and professional that you also mixed in. So all three of those you had, and we had to tear those apart <laughs> and talk about those because how you come across when you have all three can be intimidating and harmful to others. You can steamroll over someone without meaning to. So what we went to was your heart. Who are you at your heart? And then you could see how you come across in all three of those categories. Because when you go there, you can lose yourself in those positions. Why do leaders become, I would say, intoxicated with power after hearing so much of how power can destroy you? Mm -hmm. What is it, Randy, about those with these three power bases? Why is it that we just, just, crumble when we know we have the influence to do so much good. Yeah, well, it becomes our identity. Okay. We start seeing it and finding that this is me. What I accomplish is me. Instead of realizing that what I accomplishment, my accomplishment and what I accomplish is an honor unto God, is to the kingdom. Now, can I enjoy that? Yes. How do we enjoy what we're doing without it being our identity, our value, our worth? So as we have it as feeding our natural being, because when I accomplish something, I let it feed me. If it's my only source of food, now I become dependent upon the accomplishments and I keep looking for more and more of this world's power and accomplishments and it's never enough. If I know how to feed myself eternally, and at my eternal self, then I can enjoy the finite things of this world, the temporal, the accomplishments, the successes, while also really getting full feeding at my eternal self, my relationship with God. I remember you would share this with me. You said, Sergio, one of the things, because I asked you, I remember quite frankly, I said, Randy, what happened to me? And you said, well, Sergio, you you never allowed the blessings that God gave you to truly feed you. Mm -hmm. So you needed more and more and more. You almost became like a bulimic. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when you shared that with me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a point where we take the food in, but it's not nurturing, strengthening, encouraging, our, and feeding our whole being. When we stop and be still and know that He is God, when we stop and we actually enjoy the blessings. Scripture, How do you enjoy the blessings? Yeah, no, that's great. Scripture says, you know, that it is more blessed to give than to receive. So we always want to give some way instead of stopping and receiving the blessings God's given us of my talent, of my ability, and praising Him and enjoying the accomplishments. You, some of your accomplishments. It was you and I stopped and we celebrated those that God gave them to you and you enjoyed the accomplishments when you did, you were actually blessing God because he's the one that gave it to you. So as a gift, if it's more blessed to give, we're blessing the giver when we receive from the master, from God, the creator. So your intelligence, your energy, your emotion, your charisma, all of who you are, all of you, what you do, as you enjoy those, stop, be still, share them with someone else. Talk about how much it's impacting the world, how, how it's uh, fun and, and beautiful, and it's from God. When we stop and celebrate it with each other and with God, we're feeding our souls. We're seeing an eternal purpose and reason for existing. We're not just trying to eat of the finite things and have cake. 
Yeah, because it seemed like the more I did, the yes. more I needed to do. Yes. It was, this wasn't enough. Yes. I remember one time I said to myself, boy, if, if the church could just get to this size, if the church can just get here, if my family can just get here, if I could just do this, and it just seemed like it wasn't enough. Yeah, it's, it's never going to fulfill and, and actually satisfy the soul when we're trying to take the finite things, the accomplishments, and feed the soul. What we're going to do is feed the soul by having relationship and talking with God and each other and stopping and seeing how he's using you and I celebrate with you. You celebrate with me. When we celebrate the work we're doing and that's being accomplished, we're feeding our soul. Now the things of this world are not feeding our soul. They're just add-ons and enjoyable. Yep, they're just enjoyable aspects. They're not our main food. I think that um, the Bible says in Psalms 37, 3, feed off of the faithfulness of God. One yes. of the things that you've helped me discover is when you feed off of how faithful God has been to you, mm-hmm. you can know that he's going to be faithful to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you're feeding off of the eternal part. Mm-hmm. And you're not, let the, you're not letting what he's giving you become the thing that you feed off of. Mm-hmm. It's who's giving it to you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's helped me because... Now, although I, I'm, I'm still a person that wants to accomplish great things for God, because mm-hmm. that's who I've created to be, mm-hmm. I realize that the amount of accomplishment I know now in my mind and heart is never going to be able to fulfill the part that only God can fulfill. And, and if I allow those things to take the place of the eternal, yes. I always end up needing more and wanting more. Yes. And that's where I think oftentimes um, leaders, um, especially directional leaders, where we get into problems and we start making decisions based on how else can I make an impact? How else can I uh, do more and be more? How, How else can I do more, but at the expense of not becoming more? How do you help? How did you help me? Uh, And I know because like, you helped me, so I don't know if there was a strategy in it or if it was just uh, by virtue of our conversations. But what were some of the things that you saw that I did that helped me become healthier in this area, if you can remember some? Yeah, uh, the main thing is, is it always starts with honesty. And that's what we talked about before. But it's stopping to say, I do have gifts. But the gifts call me to a responsibility to the kingdom. So we're not ignoring the gifts, talents. We're not ignoring what we're called to be. We're being honest with those. But simultaneous to that, we're honest with our weaknesses. Yeah. So we're honest with our strengths, make a true evaluation. Paul says, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought. But implied in that is do not think more lowly of yourself. That really helped me. And I want to interject this because I felt like I was a bad person. Yes. I remember... Someone sharing with me, Sergio, you're not a wicked man that got caught. You're a good man that made a mistake. And I just was so overwhelmed with shame and guilt and the pressure and the frustration of why couldn't I just. And I realized that in this process, there had to be a surrender in me. Mm -hmm. And I had to surrender to how God sees me. And in that process, I was able to discover, hold it, Sergio, you're not what you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's who God says you are. 
if you're watching this, I'm not sure um, if you feel like this conversation is about you or someone that you know. But Randy, I want to get to the next episode, but I want to tell you, thank you for watching The Road to Restoration because our time is up on this episode. But if you know someone that can benefit from this talk, share it, let them know, because there is hope and healing and there is restoration. It's just getting um, introduced to the right thoughts, to the right information so that the enemy doesn't take advantage of us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you again for watching this episode. And I can't wait uh, because we have a couple more that we're going to do with uh, Randy Powell. And thank you so much for watching. God bless you. God bless.